This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of the Prove Yourself Right podcast, and I'm your host, Jonathan Rose. I have my beautiful co-host, Shay, here with me. How you doing this morning, Shay? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Happy Sunday, everyone. Yes, so we back for another Sunday sermons from Pastor Darius of the Change Church. Thank you for this message again, Pastor. We were tuned in, locked in like every Sunday, mm-hmm. and now we're here for another fulfilling breakdown. So today, the title of Pastor's sermon was Mastering Your Mind. Yes. And he spoke from Romans chapter 12, verse 1. And I'm going to read that to you. So that passage was, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good pleasing and perfect will yes and pastor went off on a good message after that today and i got some good points and some good highlights i know shana do as well but mm-hmm. um this is just a breakdown so i encourage y'all to go do y'all's breakdown from listening to pastor's sermon first then come back and put your breakdown knowledge and notes and stuff to the test with ours and See if we got any commonalities. So, without further ado, here we go. Let's go. So, Pastor opened up by talking about this. You don't change your life by simply changing your life. Mm -hmm. You change your life when you change your mind. Yes. In the smallest sense, y'all, and for me, my unpacking of this is, I told y'all, if anybody know me or has listened to any podcast from me, uh, I struggle mentally and with my mental states and emotions. Uh, I battle with depression a lot, so my mind can send my whole life into a frenzy if I allow it to because my mind is always racing, which Pastor speaks on in this sermon and in this breakdown, which I'll get to later, but I always knew my toughest battle personally was the battle of the mind and and controlling my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Pastor also said this in in his breakdown. In his grace... He gives us what we don't deserve. Yeah. In his mercy, he gives he doesn't give us what we do deserve. So let me yeah. break that down for y'all one time. In his grace, he gives us what we don't deserve. In his mercy, he doesn't give us what we do deserve. Mm-hmm. So the battle of my mental tying into this, y'all, uh, being a professional athlete in, in football, sometimes I felt like it just wasn't right. I practice hard. I covered the dude well, and I still got snatched on. I said, why, Lord? I did all the detailed steps right. And then I also got to look at some plays that I took my opponent for granted. Mm Might have got lax, probably didn't do the coverage to the T because I was like, nah, I can go jump this route here. And God let me make the play. (laughs) Oh, wait, I'm smiling from ear to ear, y'all, but I know I wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. (laughs) But I got lucky. So, in that breakdown, y'all stay with me. 
We got to learn how to take our good graces with our unfortunate mercies that God give us. Because when he give us the grace of something we didn't deserve, we flat, we poke our chest out. Not understanding, man, you wouldn't even... <laughs> You, that wasn't even supposed to happen like that. Yeah. You just got lucky. But then suck our chest in when we did everything to the T. Ah, and then we fell. Oh, God, that was played out. Now we're talking about how God done played us. Not understanding the anomaly plays we did make. Mm -hmm. So the point I'm trying to make and the point I took from this, y'all, is even in his mercy, be grateful. Yeah. I'm going to leave you like that, but you got it. <laughs> no, sorry. I was like what you were saying because... That part of Pastor talked about it really hit home for me too. Yeah. And just talking about the renewing of your mind and Pastor talking about, you know, transformation is really tied to the renovation of your mind. I think for myself, that's the area that I'm always trying to renovate mm -hmm. as well, you know, and Pastor talked about some steps of how to do that. And for me, I think it was helpful when it resonated because it's the one thing that it's a constant reframing, mm -hmm. a constant renewing, a constant... I'm constantly working at the way that I think and the thoughts that come to my mind and resisting the thing, the thoughts that set me back, you know, mm -hmm. and not allowing things to, to grow, right? With the thoughts that I, I just allow to fester. So pastor's absolutely right. I think mastering one's mind is really going to allow us to elevate our lives in a way to live the way God wants us to. And um, tying into what you're talking about when pastors say our minds don't stay static. So to understand how to create, how to control our minds, we must know what triggers our minds in all ways. Absolutely. So that unpacking, I'm tying it into what Shana's talking about. If we know our minds aren't static and what pastor's saying, our minds fluctuate, moods fluctuate mm -hmm. based off what we see and our brains break down to then what we uh, dispute out. Mm -hmm. So if you're watching a sad movie, eventually it's going to get to a point where it's going to make you feel an emotion because the movie is sad. Not because you're a sad person or you're in a sad demeanor. What you're seeing is affecting your mood. So what pastor is telling us in that small passage, what we're seeing is going to affect us, knowing that it's going to affect us, be ready to counter your triggers. Yeah. But the unpacking is knowing your triggers. You can't, you can't understand what makes you happy to gaining happiness. Mm -hmm. So if you know being in the presence of a baby just makes you smile, that's that's that thing that you know is triggering you. Yeah. You're triggered because you see that baby's pure joy. Yeah. And that made you smile, which in turn made you a little bit happy. Mm -hmm. So you gotta those are the triggers I'm trying to tell y'all to unpack. Good, bad, and different. All of us have triggers in some kind of manner that's triggers certain emotions and reactions. So we gotta know those to be able to control those to ever to ever be able to have complete control over our mental states. Absolutely. And I think, you know, when Pastor talks about the transformation of our mind actually allowing us to be the best version of ourselves, and that's the work God wants to do in our lives, you know? So it's not so much about just improving the little things, you mm -hmm. know? Like for me, it might be negative talk or knowing what my triggers are, but talking myself down just to be, just because I am triggered, mm -hmm. right? Like a lot of it is taking it to that next level that it's not just knowing the trigger, but really resisting it immediately and pushing forward. Mm -hmm. Not then being caught up in why I was triggered to begin with. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that also hit home when Pastor talks about God wanting us to be the best version of ourselves. You know, that we may be crying, but God wants to give us wings to fly. Mm -hmm. Like it's really different than what we are currently experiencing if we allow that work to take place in our lives. And it's hard work and it's messy work and it's tough work, but the value at the other side of that work is 
It's absolutely worth it. And we have to take into account all the work we're doing. If we don't see it as beneficial or as us growing and maturing, then it, it won't be reciprocated and we won't get those feelings from the world either. Mm -hmm. So what I'm trying to tie that into is when pastors have talked about previous patterns don't dictate future endeavors based on old ways. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've changed, y'all, and I talk about this all the time. Regardless of who else don't reciprocate my growth and my maturity, that's on them. I know I've came a long way from Jonathan in the past. And Shana, you could attest to Shana in the past too, not being the Shana of today. Mm -hmm. And we have to make those solidified understandings present because we can't wait for the world to reciprocate us if we already know we that. And yeah. I just unpacked that the other day of people not seeing your growth, but still criticizing you on things that no longer are in your realm anymore. I was like, bro, I don't even do that no more. So if you're going to keep going back into my past about something I used to do and not judging me off present day stuff, I can't hold feeling to that. That's you. Absolutely. You going back and digging in the trash. Not yeah. me. But we also let those same people affect our moods. Ah, I don't give y'all the time of day no more. So I'm going to go back to it. Previous patterns don't dictate future endeavors based on old ways. Now, if those old ways are still present, are still present, you are still who you used to be. Yeah. That's still the same you. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about those people who have made optic soul changes. You good. Don't let them drag you back to where you want to be. Because that's uh, it goes into this as well. Pastor put this into the passion and I wrote this down as one of my key points and my highlight point. I want y'all to know this is my highlight from the whole passage. Develop the discipline to resist. Yeah. Now, y'all can take that in many different ways. I'm going to let y'all, I'm going to give y'all an understanding of how I took it from Pastor. Pastor was saying, develop the discipline to resist. The discipline is just like having discernment. Mm -hmm. It's something you have to work at. It's a tool that you can use and utilize in many different ways, but you have to harness it and utilize it and learn how to utilize it properly. So the discipline to resist, you have to learn discipline and what resistance is. What he's talking about this resistance is uh, word of mouth. Yeah. He say, she say. Yeah. People putting stigmas and perceptions on you that ain't you. Yeah. The resistance is I don't have to carry that with me. Absolutely. Somebody can be like, John LaRose, you're a horrible man. Okay, you said something. I'm going to keep walking. <laughs> it's cool. I don't have to go be and uh, reciprocate and come off as a horrible man because somebody else put that on me. No. I'm just trying to get y'all to get to the bare roots of stuff. Mm -hmm. Pastor is giving us tools that we can take in our day-to-day. -day. Develop the discipline to resist, y'all. That means you have to work at it. Yeah. It's going to be some stuff that's going to come up tomorrow. Use your discipline resistance right then. Don't let it stick with you. Don't let it bother you. Don't let it make you reaction. Uh, don't make. Don't let it allow you to react to it. Absolutely. Some stuff you can just block out. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to use these tools as defense mechanisms when it's time to use them. Instead of being like, ah, it happened to me this, that, and the third. But you knew how to get up out of that. You just didn't choose to use and apply the things that you know. A thousand percent. And I think what you really hit on too is that. You have to constantly work at it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think sometimes for myself, I could say, I feel like I should just get it. Yeah. If I know that I'm actively working at it and thinking about it, I feel like at some point I should just get it. Yep. It shouldn't just, um, I shouldn't have to continuously feel like it's a tug and pull. But the reality is, it is a tug and pull. Mm -hmm. If the enemy wants to use me and is seeing that I'm making strides in the right direction, of course the enemy would want me to be set back. Mm -hmm. So of course it is about, like you said, 
utilizing those tools when it's time to utilize them and not expecting that it's simply gonna make sense right. or be perfect or like or or like it's happening to you. You've gotta really actively be intentional about it. And I think that's the piece that was reassuring to hear Pastor teach us today because I think for me sometimes it, it almost feels like I'm supposed to arrive at this state. Yeah. Even though I realize life isn't about arriving and that it's constant evolution, mm -hmm. constant growth. Sometimes I just wish it'd be a bit easier. You know, sometimes I wish right. some of the challenges wouldn't still feel like challenges, mm -hmm. you know, because we know there's always going to be new ones. So sometimes I just, I, I find myself being harder on myself because it feels like I'm still learning. And the reality is we're always going to be students to God and we're always going to be students to life. And that's a part of the journey. And that's a part of the beauty of life, you know, knowing that that's our position and knowing that's our role. And, and Pastor hit on so many key elements that I really liked. And one thing he talked about too is, the right reason you know what's your why mm -hmm. and not letting the why be something of culture and of just myself but letting myself or ensuring that I have a spiritual mind because through having a spiritual mind and being focused on God you have life in peace mm -hmm. and I think when pastor really asked us you know how often do you really feel peace how often in near week do you feel peace I had to take a second and be like there were things this week that I didn't think were gonna bother me that really bothered me. You know, despite me being like trying to find moments of gratitude and thinking my blessings, I think I had to take it a step further and be like, if I'm really focused on God and I know that God's got our future locked in mm -hmm. and each of our individual careers locked in, some of the stuff I stress out about, I really shouldn't be stressed out about. Right. You know, if I'm really doing the work I need to really navigate in faith. And I think some, for me, my lack of peace always comes when I'm not navigating fully in faith. And it's a human side of us, right? Cause Absolutely. The things that you're saying you weren't navigating in peace with, it's, it's small moments. Yeah. You, you didn't navigate in peace in that small moment, but that's the human side of it. I gotta feel what I feel for at least a second. Yeah. Because to use these tools, I can't use these tools until I feel the feelings, right? Absolutely. So, I get where you coming from and you doing it in a healthy, growing way. Mm -hmm. But from my perspective, the times where I feel like I don't have peace is because I'm lingering in the moment. Yeah. I, don't think, I don't think you don't have peace because you're lingering in the moment. I just feel like the moment, your pivot point, you just feel like you shouldn't have to pivot from that because it, should, yeah. it shouldn't have bothered you in the first place. Exactly. But That's exactly me. I just, I, I just wish I wouldn't linger. I know it's going to bother me. So I, I, I'm past the point of where you are. I know it's going to get to me. I just don't know how long I'm going to sit in it. Yeah. To where you, you just feel like you've, you've reached a level that you like, dang, these certain things shouldn't even get to me. You, don't even, you already know you're going to tap out of it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm going to tap out of it. And that's mm -hmm. what bothers me because then I do lose my peace like pastor when he asked that question that made you think. It also made me think. I was like, man, listen, I can't really say when I had peace because even in my fun moments, I'm stressing. Mm -hmm. It's just in the back of my head. <laughs> We just went to a couple dinners. I just had my birthday. Even though all that good is happening around me, I still had that one thought in the back of my head. Like, dang, am I still going to get this, that, and the third? Mm -hmm. Or how am I going to get this, that, and the third? So, I was supposed to be having peace, and I enjoyed myself. Mm -hmm. But those little small lingering thoughts of things that I don't know if they're going to still come through. Like, I, I want them to come through mm -hmm. was bothering me, even in my good state. So, yeah, I just, I just want to stop. The lingering that keeps me from being in peaceful states. And how would you say, not to 
shift a little bit, but yeah. how would you say you get out of those moments, right? Because what I'm hearing is in your great moments, because you were happy, you know, you've had great weeks, a lot of great things have happened. Mm -hmm. And in those moments, it just sounds like the devil doesn't want you to be happy. Well, you know, God don't make no mistakes. Pastor put it in the writing today, and I'm just going to use his words to describe the question you just asked me. Your reason can't be attached to a status mm -hmm. because once you reach the goal, you stop growing. Yeah. So what you asked me how I get out of those moments, I understand, like I told you, I can't understand that until I'm in it. I understand that that's costing me peace. So mm. now that I have the understanding, why am I still lingering? Yeah. Ooh, you like work yourself out of it like that. It's, it's the process of unpacking. And I try to tell my friends, and this is why I love you, Jonathan, as mm. much as I do. Because when we unpack, y'all. <laughs> hey, we unpack, We really we? unpack. We really be taking. We peeling off the layers. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Because that's honest. And that's a process. And I don't think that. We talk about that enough. And if y'all just miss what I'm, I'm saying, Shayna asked me, how do I get out of those moments where I'm sacrificing my peace because I'm lingering in moments? And I, my answer to her was a part that I wrote down from pastor's message this morning was, your reason can't be attached to a status because once you reach the goal, you stop growing. So I told y'all I was it was my birthday week. I'm, I'm unpacking something I just unpacked now. I just want to make sure y'all didn't miss it. It was my birthday, the best week of my life. I was just born, I should be flourishing. But in the back of my head, because I, I put it to the back of my head because mm -hmm. it's still something that bothers me, but it's there, but it ain't there. I still got things that I need. In my in my personal opinion, I need to go on and follow through so I can get back comfortable. Even though everything mm -hmm. around me is going good, mm -hmm. I can't really be good until I get that thing that I attach to status good. So everything else going around can't get the stamp of approval of being good until this one thing happens for me. But why, y'all? Mm. And if y'all missed it, I just unpacked this with my 10 Toes Down podcast the other day. I ain't gonna intertwine podcast, but go back and listen to that one too because it ties into this. So back to the message. Y'all, we can't be waiting for the big thing to come through for us before we start acknowledging all the other small things around us going good as well because we stop our growth once we do that. Yeah. And then let's stop setting such high goals because once you reach that goal, you cut your growth off again because now you don't even know what you are, what you're going to grow from accomplishing that goal. Mm -hmm. It's the people that want the big house. What you want the big house for? Are you going to fellowship? Are you going to bring your family over? Are you going to have more mm -hmm. cookouts? Don't just want the big house for a status reason. Oh, I can show y'all look what we got. That ain't going to gross you nothing. Nice. If, if you didn't have a mission for what you want to accomplish this goal for, for a higher purpose, then just having the goal accomplished does nothing for you. It doesn't serve you. Yeah, and I think it ties back to that why, you know, and having a solid why. When we think about Jesus and we think about, you know, the stories in the Bible really all does tie back, for me at least, to service. And how does my why tie into being the best version of myself to then be a vessel of God mm -hmm. and to be supportive to you as my partner. 100%. You know, my parents as their daughter my sister as her sister, you know, and then to my community, to friends, um, a friend to my friends. Mm -hmm. I think all of it for me really ties into that. And so pastor's messages always hit home when they need to hit home. Oh, so yeah. just my frustration this week when it came to work and the things that were bothering me, it was the devil trying to play me and, and making me feel like what everyone else was doing around me was impacting me. When the reality is, as long as I show up as me and, and then being at service in all the ways that I want to be and the ways that I can be, and so long as I'm focused on that and looking for God in the details, I ain't got really nothing to be upset about. You know, like I feel like 
like you talked about your birthday, that was great. And there's so much good that's happening in our lives that some people may not be able to, they can't tell or they don't know because we don't share it or they can't see it. But one thing you will see for sure is our energy. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to have me and Jonathan anywhere. <laughs> you're going to have a good time. The vibe is going to be set because we, we only come with one standard. <laughs> what, no matter what mood and what we going through, if, if we coming to serve a purpose, we coming to serve that purpose. Mm -hmm. Y'all didn't ask us to bring our baggage with us. Y'all mm -hmm. told us to show up as our best selves. So that's what we're going to do. And that's what we thrive to do. And through God giving us the strength and, and mental uh, security, keep us locked in and keep us just on our toes at all times. Like I said, even when we in our tough moments, it won't show. That's what we've been trying to get to our whole lives, y'all. And I'm, we're hoping that everybody else can grow to that point, too. Just because what you're going through is, is on you don't mean it got to show outwardly. Come on. You can handle all of that internally. And like I said, the, the person that you need to be handling with is God anyway. So all that ain't got to be displayed to the public. And the public don't need to know every time you have a hard time. Just like they really don't need to know when you're having a good time all the time because that makes people start to attack you. Mm -hmm. When they see your life going too good, they're like, well, hold on, hold on. Let's let us throw a little wrench in them. Why they get to be so happy? Yeah. Come on now. So don't don't share your bads just like you don't share your goods too often with everybody. Everybody don't deserve to be in everything. Absolutely. And I think because we talk about it often, you know, this is gonna there are gonna be moments that are tough. And so so long as we stay focused on God and our foundation and him being part of our foundation. Like we said, we're going to show up and give you all that good energy. And if you're a part of our lives, whether through the podcast or really close friends of ours, we value that. We value being at service and, and knowing that we can uplift the people around us, you know, because that's what we would want. That's what we do for each other. That's what our family does for us. So it really all ties back into that. And the last thing I'll mention that Pastor talked about that I thought was really great today was about um, refraining. That's something I do a lot. Like if a thought comes in my mind or if I'm ever concerned about something, I refrain, you know, and I immediately am like, God's got something good. You know, the word of God says that there's abundance at the other side of this to stay locked into faith and the things that I want when I want something, I'm like, is that pleasing to me or is that pleasing to God? Mm -hmm. You know, so, so the things that I don't have, I'm like, is that really setting me back from the person that I need to be? Is it setting me back from being able to praise God and recognize my blessings? So I think reframing is a really important skill to do. And again, one of those things that you're always constantly doing. Appreciate that breakdown, baby. I'm going to give y'all my last closing statements. I ain't going to prolong the time. So my final statement I want to talk about from the message of Pastor Darius Daniels today is when he said, God let me cry a little bit now so I don't have to cry a lot later. Mm -hmm. And he was speaking from what Shana just spoke of, reframing. Yeah. And y'all, I, I love practical messages like this from Pastor Darius and I'm going to give my practical breakdown. You that was in that tough relationship and you're compartmentalizing that's what did i do wrong listen stop that first mm -hmm. now i tell y'all in other podcast accountability yes see your see your part and what you played in it now when it comes to you and the person separating don't carry that energy of if i would have just did this if i would just did that you have to have the discernment and character understanding uh, tools to know that some people weren't going to last anyway. Yeah. And the reason for that relationship might have been temporary for you to learn something from. Mm -hmm. Might not have been to last forever. So go back to the passage that Pastor said. Listen, y'all. 
God let me cry a little bit now so I don't have to cry a lot later. So you're over here harping a relationship, trying to unpack and figure yourself out of what you did wrong when it probably wasn't nothing you did wrong. It was something you should have learned from. So God, it's like, hey, cry right now because later on you're going to flourish in a relationship. But we, you will never get to that flourishing relationship trying to figure out parts that didn't have nothing to do with you in a past relationship. Sometimes we unpack a little bit too much, y'all. Sometimes we put ourselves in there a little bit too much. Sometimes we just connected to a bad person and, and thank God that he let us experience so we don't have to go through multiple bad people. Exactly. But if we keep unpacking improperly, like I, like I know some people and I... Hadn't been there. I'm sorry. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I ain't had that many girlfriends, so I got it right the second time, which, hey, that's just my journey. But I know some people, just on their third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh relationship, trying to figure out what's, what's the pattern. The pattern is you, but in a sense of you not understanding how to take you out of certain situations. Yeah. I might have been connected to a bad person. Boom, that's it. Now, when I get into my next relationship, keep my characteristics that were good and see if these people can match. Mm -hmm. But it don't don't mix up and mix and mesh the whole thing and now you don't know who you were that was good you don't know what part of them was bad now you go into other relationships and make the whole thing sour again yeah we got to unpack properly y'all and it comes back to what pastor the word he used for reframing how we look at the situation yeah. take your part in, in your accountability in it and unpack that but also understand if that was a bad person you got to think sometimes they might entice you to do bad things not trying to place the blame but there is blame to be placed when people do certain things come on now y'all mm -hmm. we ain't we ain't that holy and, and strict to the to the book it's some people that's just bad yeah and we make them better by them being connected to us but that don't make them less bad <laughs> we just get we just put a little shine on them like ah, oh, i love shana coming to the party but John McComber, because he's a little aggressive. <laughs> they let me come still, though. You know why? Because Shayna shine a little bit brighter. And they know she can balance me out. So, y'all, come on. Y'all get it. If y'all don't get it, level up. Get your level of thinking on a different level. I love these practical messages. And, again, thank you to Pastor Darius of the Change Church for another successful Sunday. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, we unpacked it properly. And, hopefully, y'all got a good understanding. And y'all enjoyed it, man. For one, like I said, we ain't here to entertain. But we are here to fellowship and enjoy messages and turn this into something of a friendly more comfortable conversation because we have to get comfortable in the uncomfortable and like i said me and shana still living our best lives still practicing what we preach y'all so whenever y'all feel attacked please don't because no, <laughs> i promise y'all we unpacking it ourselves you can go and close us out too baby yeah we just you know out here trying to figure it out and listening to the word and you know, applying it to our lives and holding each other accountable, being each other's truth tellers and, you know, trying to do that for the people in our lives as well that matter to us. And for y'all, that's why we do the podcast. That's why we want you guys to tap in. Like John did said, go back and listen to the sermon. And the verse as well was from Romans 12. And he said verse one, but he meant to say verse two, just for y'all in yeah. case you ask. My fault, my fault. Verse two. But again, we're human. We out here just trying to do our best. And before I let Shana close this, listen. This is to all my money hungry people out there. Pastor dropped one for, oh, yeah, for y'all today. One. He said, if all you've got is money, then you are settling. If you don't have peace, you are poor. I ain't going to unpack it. Unpack it yourself. Take what you want to take from it. Take your understanding from it and apply it to your life. So, Because all of us, y'all can tell me what y'all want to say. I ain't money hungry, but I need money to function out here in this world. I'm sorry. And I like nice things, so I know the price point to what I want to do. So I do have a money interest, but I ain't money hungry.
So y'all unpack that how y'all want to unpack it. I did mine, Shana did hers. I need y'all to do this individual work and see where your mind really lies at and see what you really invest in. You know the saying, baby. Because you don't have to prove anything to anyone, but you'll always have to prove everything to yourself. God bless y'all. God bless.